Could you use a quick tip daily? How about a tip that can impact your day? My name is Rafael. Join me as I bring you tips by experts around the world. These experts have shared their knowledge and wisdom with me and will directly share them with you. Make sure to subscribe, like, follow, and comment, and I would love for you to become part of the New Tip Daily community. Good morning. Happy Thursday. It is Meditation Thursday. Of course, you know, I want to start with lighting and incense so that we get into that state of mind, if you will. This, this is one of the things that can help us all when we get into a state of mind. A state of mind is so, so important. Let me blow this out. That flame doesn't want to go out today. Look at that. Whoop, I breathed on it. So, oh yeah, there it is. Ooh, love incense. I know, I'm not a smoker. And the smoke that comes from that is not much. But today we are reading from Tao 365. And today we are going to talk about disaster. 365. Disaster. Wow. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today is episode what? Can you believe how far we've come so far? If you've seen even just one show, I want to thank you for that. So today's episode, I believe 144. Wow. It's crazy when you think about it. It feels like I just got started. So let me read to you um, from Dow 365. So disaster strikes at its own time. It is so overwhelming that we can do Nothing other than accept it. That's it. That is the truth. You need to accept it. There's nothing that you can do. It alters the course of days. I mean, think about it. You cannot stop the rain. You cannot stop the sun. Those are things you just have zero control. And the same thing with disasters. So it does alter the course of our days, our work, our very own thinking. Although it is tempting to resent disaster, there's not much use in doing so. We cannot say that a disaster had malice towards us, though it might have been deadly. Many people have died in disasters. Many loved ones have died in disasters. It could be deadly, and it is hard to say that it has wrecked our plans, when in fact it may have. In one stroke, it changes the very basis of the day. So let's think about recently in Canada, they had over 400 fires, 400 fires. 
Now, how did it start? I'm not here to speculate, but it was a disaster and it affected everyone in Canada. And it was such a disaster that it even affected us here in the United States. I'm in New York. I'm maybe eight, 10 hours away from Canada. And we had weird skies. People were who had asthma. I had people who had asthma who were supposed to come to my classes and they were told, don't. Don't leave your house. Stay indoors. Make sure your windows are tight. Have your air conditioning on. Because the quality of air was not good. I couldn't only imagine how bad it was for the people in Canada. And I, you know, I, um, I always pray when there is a, a disaster, not only for those affected directly, but those affected indirectly, family, friends, loved ones. I mean, there were people who had family in Canada and they were terrified for them. But with every disaster, let's think about COVID. COVID killed a lot of people. It was very devastating. It was worldwide. And it was crazy to think about it. We were not allowed to go outside. We were not allowed to even run our business. We had to shut everything down. It's like the world came to a stop. But with every disaster, there is opportunity for greatness. Great, great things can come out of it. Now, don't get me wrong. Some people benefited financially from it. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a lot of people reflected inward because they had no choice. They were indoors. They had to either read or just watch TV. A lot of people gained weight because, yeah, they, they, they ordered food through some apps. And instead of saying, hey, you know what? This is a chance for me to work out at home. This is a chance for me to evaluate my life. But a lot of people wrote books during the pandemic. A lot of people created podcasts. I thought of creating a podcast but I didn't put mine out right away. I thought about it in March. And my first podcast episode aired in December. So why didn't I do it right away? I'll tell you why. Because I'm a person of, uh, I do my homework. I did my due diligence. I tried to find out how many podcasts were like mine. The one I had in mind. I initially wanted to do a martial arts podcast. And after listening to a bunch of podcasts, I got to tell you, they caught my attention at first, and then they fizzled out, really fizzled out. Maybe I, I listened to five episodes, six episodes, and then they stunk. And listen, some people are still doing them. Congratulations. The key is not to give up, even if it stinks in the beginning. Don't give up. So that's one of the things that we can learn from a disaster. Don't give up. Have hope. Rebuild. A disaster only teaches us 
that we, all of us, are not untouchable. I don't care if you're a multi-billionaire. Listen, Steve Jobs died. He died a painful death. One thing that is for certain, we all are going to die. What do you do when you're alive? That's the key. Steve Jobs did incredible things while he was alive. Did he die with regrets? Yes, he did. He didn't have a relationship with his daughter, which I know after reading his book, I felt his pain because he put everything else ahead of her. And he realized it when it was too late. So don't put other people ahead of your ambitions. Bring them with you. Share their experience. Let them know how you feel. What's going on? What is it that inspires you? What did you learn when there was a disaster in your neighborhood? When maybe there was a house fire? Maybe, you know, a lot of people take opportunities when there's a disaster. There's so much looting that goes on when there's a disaster, like when there's a blackout. A blackout is a time that we should unite and come together. But some people, man, some people, they do the wrong thing, you know? They do the wrong thing. So a disaster is a chance for us to come together, to have hope and inspire one another. So you can be ash or you can be the phoenix rising from the ashes rise up from a disaster the only way you can't rise up from a disaster is if you died physically yes but some people die mentally they keep blaming after the disaster they keep blaming and blaming and blaming and blaming you're dead Stop complaining anytime. And guess what? There's going to be more disasters and more and more and more. We don't know when they strike. Do your best to survive, but don't complain once it's over. You know what you do? Rebuild. Help. Help. Help, help, help. Help those who need it. Help yourself. Thank you so much for joining me today. Before we go, one of the things that I, I have always said is how we need to take the time to meditate, to go deeper into what we're doing. Let me, um, uh, by the way, on my phone, I control the lights here. So what I want to do right now is shut some of them, right? Let me shut this main one. Um, you're going to see a difference in the light. Boom. Calmer, right? I'm going to shut one more light. Maybe two. I'll, I'll play with it. And the reason you want to do that is because you want to have that calmness, that peacefulness. You can do this on a walk. You can do this 
literally sitting in Grand Central Station. You can do this on a train. You can do it with your eyes open. You can do it with your eyes closed. You can do it on a bike ride. You can get on rollerblades and go. You can get on a skateboard. You can do it swimming. Meditation is where you connect your mind and your body. The breathing is going to help. It's going to take you to a different state. I'm not going to do the breathing, but let's talk about that. Because I've already meditated. I meditated for a while this morning. And there's nothing wrong with me meditating now. Is that instead of me going through the breathing in and out, I want to talk you through it. So what I want you to consider is, what is it that we are doing when we are meditating? We should be connecting our mind and our body, and that happens through our breath. That happens through our breath. So yes, I did lower the lights. As you can tell, I controlled them with my phone. Let's take a look, right? What happens if I put that light back on? See the difference? And I turn off another light. Look at that. It's just different. A different feel. So let's connect the mind and the body through the breath. And the way to do that is to slow your breath down. To take deep breaths. To hold your breath. And then, guess what? To Breathe out slowly. And the way I like to think of the breath is I like to think of it as energy coming in, power coming in. It goes all the way down. Once that breath is there, that, that breath becomes little hands and they grasp all the toxins out of my body. They grab it. They clamp on it. And then they get ready to come out, almost like they're going to fly out, like Superman, Superwoman. They're going to fly out of my body. So I breathe in. Maybe I do a count of, initially, you want to start with a count of three in. Then you go to four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Let's say I'm doing a ten count. I breathe for ten, taking all the energy into my body. And then I hold it for a count of ten. Now, while I'm holding it, I'm imagining all these things happening in my body, taking the toxins out of my body. They're coming out. And then they leave my body. Then I get a chance to breathe in new, new energy. And that's also for a count of 10. But before I do that count, right, I, I, I apologize. I let it all out. Then I hold it for 10. Hold it so nothing comes in. That's a 10 count. Then I take it in. New breath comes in. New power comes in. All the way down. Down to my fingertips. Down to my belly. Down to my legs. Down to my toes. Into my head. Into my brain. To my ears. My jaw. My throat everywhere. I hit all my chakras. And then that happens in count of 10. 
Then I do another grab, grab any toxins out of my body and grab them. Takes a while. And then when I breathe out, put the count of 10, they come out until they're all out. Then I, nothing happens. I hold my breath. I'm re-energizing my body with this type of workout. What kind of workout? It's a mind-body workout. Mind-body workout. I gotta tell you, the feeling you get when you do this is it's just beyond. It really, really is. It invigorates you. After a while, you know, maybe you don't think about to toxins because you're not going to do this for a minute. Maybe in the beginning you do for a minute just to get started, to understand it. Then you do it for three minutes, then five minutes, then half hour or whatever. You increment it, whatever you want. And then it's just power, energy. And if you do happen to be in a place where you can shut the lights and close your eyes, then you start to internalize and then you start to, I like to work on my brain. I like to connect my brain with my body so that my brain gets smarter. I, I try to think of things that are going to be positive to allow me to speak better, to think better, to act better, to love more, to help more. There's so many things that we can do when we put our mind to it. And meditation allows me to do that. What is it that I want in my life? Where do I want to head? Who do I want to be? Every day, I change. I love change. I love change. I love to change me. I love to grow. If you ever meet me in person and you ask me how am I doing, my answer is really simple, exceptional, and I'm getting better every day. Now, how am I getting better every day? When you look at me, you may not see a difference in me, but internally, there is that difference. There's that growth in my brain. I get in there when I meditate and I work on my brain cells to start thinking more. You know, they say we only think with 10% of our brain. I want to expand on that. I want to do things with my left side of my brain, my right side of my brain, my front of my brain, the back of my brain, my middle of my brain. But I can only do that if I focus on that. So this is why I always, I'm writing. I was born writing. But guess what? I have a left hand. So shouldn't this left hand be as good as this right hand? Shouldn't it? It should. So my left 
part of my body is always in competition with my right side of my body. Not a negative competition, a positive one. Because my right side keeps getting stronger. And because I grew up initially as a righty, I had to work extra hard to become ambidextrous. And that comes from the way I think and the actions I do. I can literally write my name with both hands and I use my hands differently, right? Because even when I teach Chinese weaponry and we use the right hand when we do, when we do a, a sword, for example, the left hand doesn't just lay limp, it acts as a protector. So if you look at my hands, it's, it's out here, right? I'll move over. So it's out here, I'm moving my sword, but my left hand is either moving, blocking, turning, moving, but it is not a dead hand. It is very active and ready to protect. So I teach people how to use both sides of their body. When I fight, I am an ambidextrous fighter. I fight on both sides. I will switch sides and that'll throw people off. You wanna be a well-rounded individual? Do everything well-rounded. You have two sides. You have a right side and a left side. I mean, you have more than two. You have the front side, you have the back side. You have the top side, you have the bottom side. So how do you see you? Meditation will help you. I really wanna thank you for joining me today. Anytime that you see me posting or anything like that, I would love for you to make a comment, say, hey, how are you? I'm coming in from Detroit, I'm coming in from California, San Francisco, um, Michigan, um, Florida, the UK, England, Ireland, because I do have people that follow me from all over the world. So I want to thank everyone who does follow me. Just let me know where you're listening to from. If any of these tips ever, ever resonated with you, even one tip, that's all I care about. One. If more, beautiful. Do me a favor. Let me know. Share these tips with your friends, family, and loved ones. Also, go to my new tip daily YouTube channel. Go on there. Make a comment. Let me know what you think. How's it going? You have a tip? Come share it with me. And it is so easy for you to share a tip. Let me show you um, how it is. Uh, let me see. I have... Huh. Uh, here it is. You ever want to reach out to me, go to calendly.com slash Sifu Raphael slash 15 min. Min is minutes, so no period, okay? So come on down. Have, let's have a discussion. Um, let's see if, you, if um, you, your tip is really good and I want you to come on the show. I really appreciate you being here with me today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have yourself 
an exceptional day and make sure to come tomorrow. Tomorrow, we are going to have a great guest coming on. Peter Taylor is coming on tomorrow at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Wherever it is in the world that you're listening to, thank you. Have yourself an exceptional day, and I will see you tomorrow.